brother welcome to the podcast stop crying poser greatest podcast known to man as voted by china and all the things on the chinese new year and turkey not the country the food because that would have been a terrible thing to say right now shout out to everyone who chose to tune in live right here on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle we do this podcast uh, every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Right now it is 3.44, so we're only 14 minutes late. Shout out to iBookBoy, Guy Just Scrambles, NATO, Eric Don't, Guy Just Baked Casserole, Venus Die Traps, Love My Toe, Paul Miranda, Infamy, and maybe the rest of you guys who are just lurking around. It seems like I might be sick today. I promise I'm not sick. It's just been... Uh, it's been a really like traumatic week, and I'm excited to tell you guys why. But before we get into the topics, I want to hype you guys up on a video that comes out tomorrow. If you're watching this live on Friday, the video comes out tomorrow of The Eight Club. If you're watching this on YouTube on Sunday or Monday, the video has already come out, so go check it out on stevehatesskating.com or youtube.com slash at stevehatesskating. You can't just search Steve Hates Skating anymore because it doesn't pop up for some fucking reason. Anyways, I made a spoof about the Nine Club, and I think it's really funny, it's really short, and it's not that deep. It's really not a deep video. I think a lot of people are going to read into it too much, but I'm very excited for everyone to watch it because I've been saying eventually we're going to make fun of the nine club and finally we did also yeah a lot of people are going to try and take things out of context i i shouldn't have to do this listen i'll just explain it i'm not making fun of people on the nine club i made up my own characters and made their own version of the nine club i have this feeling that people are going to look at it and be like oh that's supposed to be chris roberts oh that's supposed to be fucking kelly hart and it's like no I just made up these uh, these characters. In fact, on my little notepad, I named the characters High, Low, Medium, and Raspy. <laughs> I named them just simply based off the voice that I gave them. And I think you guys are going to appreciate the work put into this because I changed my outfit for every single character. And uh, different hairstyle, different hat. It's great, man. I'm excited for you guys to watch that on uh on the channel also i took a melatonin last night i knew i was gonna have some weird ass dreams so of course i wake up today uh, my dream was that i was downtown las vegas a really populated area with a lot of tourists and a lot of foot traffic you know there's always you know five ten twenty thousand people walking around this little area and I guess I was part of this big, like, YouTuber boxing tournament. But I, <laughs> they put me up against a girl. <laughs> like, I don't know if she was another YouTuber or what. And I'm just about to box this girl. I know I'm going to, I know that if, if it goes down, I'm going to win. <laughs> Poor chick. 
And uh, we kept running into problems. Like at one point, like the gloves wouldn't fit, so he had to get different gloves. At another point, like she was in the bathroom, and then I went to the bathroom. And then uh, like the police shut it down. And then right when we're about to fight, I wake up, thankfully, which is good because I definitely didn't want to beat up a chick today. I didn't want that to be my first thought. <laughs> the first thought in my head of the day is just me just knocking a chick out. So that's that's always what happens on the old melatonin. Also, speaking of having bad luck, I got a paper cut on my thumb. I know, first world problem. Uh, Boo-hoo. I got a paper cut on my thumb, but did I get it from a piece of paper? No. I got it from opening a styrofoam cup of instant ramen. And sometimes I wonder... You know, I think about how big the desert is and how big the forest is. And I think to myself, if I went into the forest and I walked three miles that way, or if I walked into the desert and I walked three miles that way, and I bent down and I picked up a rock, I wonder, like, would I be the first person to ever pick up that rock? Or, you know, have humans been on Earth long enough to where every rock has been picked up, every tree has been touched by by a human hand. I don't know why I have this thought, but sometimes I do. And that was my thought today. Am I the first one to ever try to open a styrofoam cup with no sharp edges anywhere on the styrofoam cup and have my thumb sliced open? I can't imagine in all of history that that's happened to more than like five people. It seems impossible. It seems like like the holy grail of paper cuts. I used to get paper cuts every day at work because I worked around cardboard a lot and I would fold um, big posters. They're UFC posters, but they, they're the size of movie posters, right? They're like four feet tall by like three feet wide and I'd have to roll them into a circle and put them in a box, close the box, and I would do hundreds and hundreds of those in a day. So I would often cut my fingers on those. And you can't do it with gloves because there's no way to there's no way to do it. So eventually I just learned how to avoid touching the paper in such a way. But that skill did not transcend posters when it came to uh to trying to have a snack, a late night bedtime snack. By the way, I've been going hard on the snacks lately, dudes. I made if you guys are in the Discord, I, I always post pictures of my food. Also, I posted pictures of my food on um, Instagram. I made these shrimp burritos. So, boom. Made some shrimp. Got that going. Got some avocados. Got that going. I very thinly sliced some serranos. Got that going. Mexican crumbling cheese. Got that crumbling cheese on there. And then, here's the kicker. I made my own sort of version of Mexican crema. How'd you do that? I'll explain it to you. I got a little bowl, threw some regular-ass boring sour cream in there, squeezed lime juice, boom, bunch of lime juice in there. It loosened it up. Then I took the juice from um, minced garlic that's already like pre-made minced garlic, throw some garlic juice in there, a little bit of dry spice. I used a little dollop of Brian Ames uh, super hot taco sauce. I mixed it up. It's still white. 
I put that shit into a Ziploc bag and then cut off the end so that I could squirt it onto the burrito so I could make a zigzag shape. And man, it came out so good. And the avocado, I salted the avocados. The only thing I could have done to go above and beyond would have been to either pickle some radishes or pickle some red onions. But I didn't have time, dude. I've been going hard on the food lately. Uh, I also forgot cilantro because I accidentally bought parsley. I know, first world problem, as I was told on Twitter. So now today, I'm in this uh, frantic mood to make some pasta because I can't think of anything else that parsley really fits on. I put dry parsley on anything that's not already green just to make it pretty. It doesn't really have a taste. It's old-ass dry parsley. It's just it's just there strictly for decoration. But having fresh parsley, the only thing I can think of that it really belongs on is maybe an Alfredo. So I have some pre-made Alfredo sauce. We're going to do a chicken fettuccine Alfredo in a little bit. And I still have another lime. So maybe I'll jazz it up with some lime. Um, I've been really excited about food lately. The Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday. And my friend Ward... He always goes all out for cooking on uh, every major holiday. Whenever I come on this podcast and I brag about Christmas dinner or I brag about this cool birthday party or New Year's prime rib on New Year's, smoked prime rib, it's always at his house. So uh, he's going to make he's gonna make meatball subs and then Cuban sandwiches. And Cuban sandwich is my favorite fucking sandwich ever. It's like uh, it's like sliced pork, and then it's like slow cooked pork, or sometimes even like deep fried pork, on top. So you have one that's like lunch meat, and you have the other one that's kind of like pulled pork, and then uh, pickles, and then you slather it with with mustard. Some people use mayonnaise, and then you crush it, and you and you heat it on both sides, and you crush it like a panini. If you guys have never had the opportunity to have a, uh, a semi-authentic Cuban sandwich, a Cubano, you definitely need to get down because it is, it's life-changing. I would say it's life-changing, but then again, you know, you guys, you guys know me and food lately. I've been really getting out of my element and, and just trying to make new shit. Moving on to our next topic, uh, this week was really traumatic. I ended up fighting one of my best friends and... As somebody said in the Twitch chat, it looks like one of your yearly fights you get into, like your yearly bar fight, and it kind of was, man. So I just wanted to explain to you guys why I've been so slow on social media. I've been so like kind of depressed when I do my Twitch streams because this, the show must go on. You know, I, I still streamed on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, and uh, I still made YouTube videos, so I figured I would just kind of quickly walk you through this really long story. I'm going to try and sum it up as quick as I can. I have this friend who I've known for like 10 years. Um, I don't know, I guess he's just been having trouble lately. He's been drinking more than usual and uh, whatever. On Saturday, I invite all my friends over to watch Fedor Emelianenko fight Ryan Bader for Fedor's final retirement fight. It's really exciting. You know, I got some friends over. We got pizza. We got drinks. And then this one guy calls. He says, hey, I want to come over. I said, sure, come over. And I immediately hear like, oh, wait, he sounds like kind of drunk or whatever. He shows up. He's being rude. My friend T went to pick him up. So uh, he shows up. He's already being rude. 
Uh, my friend Steve O'Hara stops by, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I was in the area. My my son just did a hockey game, and then this other friend starts talking shit to him for no reason. So my other friend Steve, he's freaked out. He's like, yeah, I would hang out, but I'll I'll just leave. I don't really want to be here. My friend T got the same impression. He was like, man, this guy just looks like he wants to fight everybody. At one point, he's like, hey, let me see your phone. I want to call this chick. And I was like, dude, I don't want some bar chick at my house right now. No, you can't use my phone. He's like, T, let me use your phone. And T's like, no, you can't use my phone either. And then he goes, well, I'm going to beat up one of you motherfuckers then. And we're just like, what? He says, somebody's getting their fucking ass whooped. And I'm like, dude, chill. Relax. So now he's officially threatened like three people in the first 10 minutes of being at the house which is not unusual, but you can always tell the difference between like someone who's really serious about fighting and someone who's joking. I'll beat your ass, man. This guy was fucked dead serious. Looked everybody in their eye. Like I'm fuck. I'll fuck you up, man. And you're like, dude, what fights haven't even started yet. Like no one's even drunk yet except you. So then, uh, my neighbor comes by, this guy Scott, it's a guy I don't really know that well. Just a real hippie. Like he's, he lives like three houses down. He's, He's much older than me. He's got to be in his 60s or something like that. And he's just like some old hippie guy. Just probably smokes weed and always talks about nature and shit. And uh, he comes over. He's like, hey, Steve, how's it going? And then the same guy goes and gets into it with him. He's like, get, he tells him, get your ass out of here. And I'm like, why are you being mean to the neighbor, man? He just popped up to say hi. He sees we're all in the front yard, you know, enjoying the nice day outside. Get your ass out of here. And then the guy looks at me and he's like, dude, your friend's being a huge dick. So, of course, he leaves right away, and he tries the whole time he's trying to defuse the situation because he's like a hippie, right? He's like, oh, I like that. Like, you're like, you're, you're like aggressive, and she, I like that, dude. Hey, you, you keep being you. That's who you are, man. You keep being you. So the guy's already just defusing the situation. Uh, another friend stops by who is in the area. Uh, he, he had his dog in the car. I said, hey, bro, fucking – He's like, I can't hang out too long, man. You know, I don't want to leave the dog in the car. And I said, bro, let's just let's let's introduce our dogs. My dog can meet your dog. Koopa can meet Henry. So uh, he gets the dog out, and I have a fence around my front yard, a small fence, like four foot tall fence. So I'm like, okay, we'll let the dogs sniff each other through the fence. We'll see if they start to get violent, and if they do, then we'll just cancel this and we'll just continue on with our day. So this guy that was again starting a problem with everybody right when the dog gets put on the ground, opens my gate and lets my dog out into the the neighborhood. So the dog's like running down the street. And I'm just like, dude, what what is the point of, all, like, why are you disrupting every single little thing that happens? Everything, you've just tried to find a way to fuck it up. And uh, whatever, we get over it. The dogs, by the way, ended up being great friends, which was very happy. I felt really bad because the other dog has has sensitive pads, so his feet were bleeding on the front yard. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry your dog's feet are fucked up. And he's like, his, his feet are always fucked up. They're sensitive feet. So anyways, we get in there. We start watching it. My friend Troy comes over with his lady. And then this guy Corey comes over. And as you can guess it, he gets into it with uh, – he calls the chick a lion-ass bitch out of nowhere, tells Troy he's going to beat his ass, tells Corey to fuck off, and then uh, <clears throat> eventually I say, dude, stop this. Like, 
Nobody. I said, I think you'd be happier if you just left right now and went back to the bar because he had come from the bar. I said, I think you'd be happier because everyone here seems to piss you off and you've threatened to beat up every single human being that you've looked at today. And it's just the vibe is getting bad. Everyone's being quiet. You know what I mean? Everyone's just like, oh, we're gonna, I don't want to piss this guy off again. He's going to start yelling again because it, it's not like little quiet confrontations. He's yelling at everyone about how he's going to fucking fight everyone and beat everyone up. And I told him again, I was like, dude, stop fucking threatening me. Do not threaten me again. So then five minutes goes by. He gets up. He's like, he's like Troy, stand up. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And if not, Steve, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. So I stand up and I said, what? Like, what? I'm fucking tired of this. What? And then he goes, what? So then I punched him twice. Knocked him out. He, I knocked him out and I grabbed him by his, his, uh, his belt loop. Dragged his limp body down down the thing because I'm hoping I'm just gonna dump him outside and lock the door. Like I'm done with this shit. So he wakes up mid drag, tackles me, tackles me on the thing, hits me in the back of the head, and Troy and uh, Corey they're just sitting there. They're just sitting there chilling. Like okay, these guys are fighting. I guess like there's there's no like yelling, there's no craziness. It's just it's just two guys fighting. So eventually he gets me on the couch, hits me in the back of the head. I sweep him around. I roll him over and I figure four his legs. I'm on top of him and I figure four his legs. He's on his back and he can't move. And I can, I can hear him breathing super hard. And he's like, he's trying, to, he's trying to get up. He's trying to move. He can't move. And I'm just sitting here. I'm going, you know what, dude? I know I'm just going to tire him out. And I'm completely quiet. I kind of have my head in his armpit. And I have my legs figure forward the way that like Khabib would figure four someone's legs. So basically, I have this guy in like what you'd call like a full mount, right? And I'm just going to tire him out. I'm just going to tire him out. We sit there for 20 or 30 seconds. He tries to hit me in the head a couple times, but it's like you can't really generate any power because, he, you know, I have his hips. I have his hips all, all like, you know, bunched up. So then he reaches over and grabs a big-ass lamp, and he hits me in the back of the head with this lamp. It's a big lamp. It's like seven or eight pounds. And the bottom of the lamp is is sharp. So I'm just there. You know, I still got my head in his armpit. I feel myself get punched. I don't know it's a lamp because my head's in his armpit and I can't see. Then I see blood start start fucking squirting out, running down my couch. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, he must have turned his head. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I must have cut his eye because I didn't know there was a lamp that hit me. I didn't find out a lamp hit me until 15 minutes later after the fights were over and then Corey and and Troy were like yeah dude he hit you with a fucking lamp so my head's fucking my head's gashed open it's healing very quickly but my head's gashed open and uh so after the lamp that's when Corey and and Troy intervened they grab him stand him up he punches Corey and then they fall down and now he's pinned now he's pinned on the ground and now he's really like tired going <gasps> super tired and we're like dude you have to leave you have to leave no one's even mad now like no one's calling the police you just have to fucking leave so then we tell him and he finally like he finally starts talking after breathing so hard and he goes we go if we let you up will you walk out the door and leave and he goes yes let him up he immediately turns around, zeroes in on Troy, tries to hit Troy. Troy's ladies in between them. 
Troy ducks. His lady doesn't. His lady gets fucking hit. Boom. She hits the ground. Right? She caught like a forearm to the head. She hits the ground. Boom. Tackles him again. Tackles him again. Boom. Now he's back on the ground. Breathing. <gasps> you know, I, I had to drag Heidi out of it. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? We go through the same thing again. If you fucking, if we let you up, will you fucking leave? If you don't, this time, I'm calling the fucking police. If you don't leave this time, cops are coming. Troy lets him up, and this time he doesn't get up. He sits there. He just sits there. You can tell he's, his body's exhausted. He, he can't catch his breath. So this is all super traumatic, right? People are yelling, blood. At this point, I'm sitting on the couch catching my breath. Blood's fucking flying down my face. You know, my whole my whole shirt is covered in blood. Because if you get a good cut on your head, it, it just bleeds more. I don't know why that is, but it bleeds more than, you know, a cut on your arm or leg. So I'm covered in blood. I look like a fucking horror movie. And eventually everyone's calmed down. And I'm like, dude, let's all just go outside. Let's get outside. That way no more things can get broken. Because at this point, couch is covered in blood. My computer's broken. My rack is all fucked up. My my couch is all fucked up. My coffee table is broken. The house is a fucking war zone. My dog is fucking traumatized. Which, by the way, I'm in the middle of a fucking fight bleeding from my head. My dog didn't do a damn thing to help me. <laughs> Which is good. I raised him to be a little baby. But uh, he doesn't do anything. Dog's fucking shaking, traumatized. So we get outside, and uh, this is all on security camera, too. We get outside. Troy's the first one out. Everyone's calmed down now, right? It's been, like, a couple minutes. He's still on the ground. Like, it looks like he's taking a nap now. Turns out he was recharging. (laughs) Troy leaves, calm as the day. goes, hey, I'm out of here, man. This is too much. I love you guys. Just chipper. You know, Chipper, I love you guys. Corey walks out. I walk out. And then you see this this one guy again walks out. He says, hey, fuck you, Troy. Grabs a chair. I have a lawn chair out there. Grabs a chair and starts running. Boom. Hits Troy with the chair. Same exact thing happens. They go to the ground. He's pinned on the ground now. Now we're, it's in the front yard in my rocks. I, I grabbed his leg because, you know, they were wrestling. They were still on their feet. I grabbed the dude's leg. I pulled his leg out from his uh, pant cuff. And then they go down again. This time he's kind of pinned under the under the fence and Troy's on top of him. And Troy's just like, dude, fucking stop. Dude, you're fucking stupid. Why, why do you keep doing this? I get on the phone with the cops. Cops say they're coming. I'm kind of like, yeah, you guys got to get this guy out of here. They're like, oh, what's his name? Who is he? And I don't like to talk to the cops generally. So I'm like, listen, if you guys get here, then you'll find out who he is. All right? I don't know how tall is he. What color is he? What what build is he? What's he wearing? I don't know any of this stuff, man. Just hurry up and show up. This guy's fighting everyone. And then while I'm on the phone, he starts running at me. He's yelling at me. And I can hear dispatch. Like, is that him? What's he fucking saying? What's he saying? I'm just like, he's just trying to fight more. And eventually, um... Eventually, he starts slowly walking away. He grabs my chain link fence and tries to pull it down. He falls. He tries to pull the fence. I falls down, does a backwards roll off of the curb into the street. No one even pushed him. He just he tried to fuck up, break break my fence down, but it's it's a strong fence. He falls down into the street as he walks away. 
And then he throws his fucking shirt on the ground and says, fucking keep this. And then starts threatening me, saying, I know where you live. I'm going to come fuck you up later. And then the cops come and, you know, they, uh, the chick, Troy's chick, was really, really, really going to do a, a battery, uh, like a file charges or whatever. We're like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. It's just going to be more trouble than it's worth. You know, you're going to have to go to court. So we're just like, yeah, you don't even – you don't have to do charges, man. Okay, this this is all over. And at this point, you know, I got a beer in my hand. You know, the guy left. Cops are here. I'm talking to the cops with a beer in my hand. We're just chilling. And uh, that's really like the end of it, right? Um, they said uh, they said he might come back. So they said, you know, his his jacket and his shit is outside. I just hung it on the fence. I even put a bottle of water out there. They said if he comes back – don't take his jacket and his hat inside because if he comes back and he needs it, you don't want him on your property. Just hang it up on the fence. He'll grab it. So I put it out there with a bottle of water, assuming he's going to come back and get it. The next day, uh, someone else someone else must have got it because two days later – oh, by the way, we go back in there and Fedor hasn't even fought yet. We go back in there. We watch the Fedor fights and then uh, we drink beer and everyone's pretty chill about it, right? It hasn't really sunk in yet that I just lost one of my really close friends like – we can no longer like be buddies after that and it's because of this man i ask you to leave my house it's my house what i say goes you if i ask you to leave you leave you don't i don't ask you to leave and then you tell me you're gonna beat my ass that's not how the world goes and the sad part of it is after he's after he's yelling outside, he's like, yeah, all three of you guys had to jump me. I could have beat up all three of you. All, you. all you guys just fucking jumped me like bitches. He doesn't even realize he was knocked out. And if I know the guy, I've known him for years. If I tell him that, he's going to call me a liar. He's going to say, nope, that's not what happened. You guys are fucking lying. You guys all jumped me at the same time, and I still fucked everybody up. Okay, whatever. So two, uh, two days go by. And I, I'm like, I got to reach out, you know, I got to say, hey, listen, dude, I don't know how this got so bad. Uh, it, it got really ugly. You fucked up my whole living room. It was a lot of disrespect. You hit a girl, right? The dog's messed up. My computer's fucked up. Like, like this was nasty. No one looks good here. And I said, we both made some mistakes, but I can't hang out with you anymore. And uh, I also wrote, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. I made some mistakes. You made some mistakes. But we can't hang out anymore, and this is it for us. He doesn't take any responsibility, so that makes it even more sad. He writes back, yeah, I'm not the guy. That's That was basically his response. I'm not the guy. Where's my jacket and hat? I was like, okay. I left it outside, and it's gone. And that was the end of our – that was the end of it. So I've been on edge lately. You know, I don't know if this guy's going to come and put a rock through my window or fucking – I don't know, fuck up my car or fuck my tires or something. So, yeah, I've been on edge about that because, you know, you, you would think like, oh, he's not the type of guy that's going to come back and fuck up your house. He's not, the, he's not that type of guy. But then also he's also not the type of guy that would come into my house, fight, try to fight eight different people, destroy everything in my house. He's not that type of guy either. So I guess uh, the theory is that Troy and Troy's lady and Corey and everybody pretty much has this theory that he was on meth. Uh, he came from a bar that's sort of known for for being like lax on drugs. And the idea that 
he thought everyone was against him. At one point, he looked at me. He said, I saw UNT texting about me. I saw you guys plotting against me. And I'm like, bro, look at my cell phone. I'm trying to find a link to the UFC stream. I'm trying to find a link. He's like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, dude, like everyone's it, – it, it really seems like this met, like something meth was going on. But anyways, you think to yourself, that's not the type of guy that would do all this stuff. You know, he's not going to come back and throw a rock at you. But he's also not the type of guy to do all this. So you know what? Now he is the type of guy that's totally unpredictable. He is the type of guy that hits a woman. You know, he is the type of guy that whatever, that, that just breaks breaks shit in the house. He is the type of guy that will grab a lamp in the middle of a totally fair fight and he'll cut his friend open with a lamp. He is the type of guy that will hit his friend with a fucking chair. He is the type of guy that will pretend he got jumped when he clearly didn't. So, like, the, the person who I thought I knew is is just gone now. So, that's, that's it's been really, like, traumatizing. I kind of tell the story as if, like, I'm telling, like, a cool, fun story. But it's really, like, it's really the saddest thing to happen to me in the past, fuck, I don't know, man, fucking year. I can't think of anything more sad than, than what happened. And I also know now, you know, this guy has had some problems with the police and shit. You know, he's in and out of jail. And now I just know the next time I hear about him, it's going to be him in jail. There's, there's no way that he can act like this in the, in society and not go straight to fucking jail. And I, I know that the next time I hear his name, if it's not, you know, something terrible, it's going to be, yeah, he fucking, he punched a chick at the bar or fucking he stabbed somebody or hit somebody with another lamp. So I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just all around. It's just such a fucking sad story, but whatever, you know. I remember he kept threatening me, like, no, 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 I'm going to come back and fuck you up. And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm just like, dude, I already, like, we already did all this. We already did all this. If you wanted to fuck me up, you would have done it a couple minutes ago. Even like, <laughs> like, everyone, like, it also, I had this feeling like he was fighting a life and death fight. And, and I, you know, I've been in a lot of fights, a lot of bar fights over the years. A fight is just a thing. You know, it's just something that, that people do. It's not like this thing where it's like, oh, shit, you might die for this. Like, I remember I fought Rydog one day, just off some drunk shit. And in the middle of the fight, I'm just like, hey, bro, let's just stop this. And he goes, you fucking done? I'm like, yeah, I'm over it. Let's go get a beer. <laughs> and we stopped and went and had a beer. And then you think, like, there was plenty of alcohol involved in that story, but we weren't dealing with meth. You know, we weren't dealing with all that stuff. So, yeah, my microphone in there got broken. Computer USB port got all fucked up. Thankfully, by the grace of God, my TV didn't get broken. But then I also, you know, I also feel embarrassed about the whole thing because it's like, you know, at this age, this is such an embarrassing story to to be telling, you know. (laughs) Like, if I was 19 telling you the story, I'd be like, yeah, fucking, it got gnarly. But now it's just like, yeah, like this is a reflection of me too. It's really shitty. So that's why I've been so, uh, I don't know, I guess depressed, right? I've I've lost like 10 pounds. I've been eating less, right? Like I just like too fucking bummed out to eat. And uh, whatever. Figure, uh, keep you guys updated. I know a lot of you guys sort of had, uh, I've been sort of sharing a little bit of the story, but I, I hadn't shared the whole story until right now. Um, so whatever. Luckily I'm healing really quickly. I showed you guys my head is healing really nice. Thankfully Sierra came over and she, uh, we shaved, we shaved my head 
took a good look at it, decided I don't really need to go get stitches. We butterflied it up and then uh, kept uh, kept drinking beer. You know, I remember that whole night I kept making jokes. <laughs> I kept like being like, yeah, dude, fuck it. I don't know why this happens to me all the time. You know, like just, just making it into a comedy thing. But then I, it didn't really sink in until the next day. Also, it didn't sink in how like how taxing it is on your body, you know, like adrenaline and shit. I'm like, oh god, my legs. I feel like I just ran a mile. My my bicep is like fucking sore. My knee, the back of my head is hurting. Yeah, that was terrible. It's also just, uh, I don't know, terrible story. Let's uh, let's try and change the subject a little bit here. Yeah, uh, Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> you guys heard about the Chinese spy balloon? It's just this big balloon floating over the Midwest, I guess, from China, spying on America, I guess. I was trying to read the highlights. It's so weird. Like, if China wanted to have a spy balloon, why would they write on the side of it in Chinese letters? <laughs> like, what are they spying on? They are they they already know everything. They know everything about America. There's nothing they don't know about America. So sending this giant stupid fucking balloon out is uh, seems like a waste of time. And then I keep reading how, how the media is reporting on it. And it's so weird. They're like, we wanted to shoot it down earlier, but we, but we waited. We had to shoot it down later. And we got the technology from this in the spy balloon. It's like, dude, what? It's just a fucking balloon, man. <laughs> they have satellites. They have TikTok. They know everything. And it, I, I need to hear the conspiracies. Maybe not today, but if anyone has any, uh, if anyone has any conspiracies, like my first thought is, this is America trying to make China look dumb. And I want to remind you guys that China's not dumb. I would say I would say the smartest human being in America is still like an average as far as intelligence is like an average Chinese person <laughs> minus like the weird like fucking of of animated fucking animated porn creatures and shit other than that as far as like technology goes these motherfuckers they don't need a stupid balloon to fly around also, I saw um a meme that made me laugh it was it said Mexican spy balloon and it was just a a circular pinata. I thought that was great. Uh, I don't, I don't get it, man. <laughs> also, where did this fucking spy balloon come from? Did that balloon fly all the way from China? I don't know. It kind of seems like if it is a Chinese spy balloon, it's some high schoolers like science fair project. Some Chinese kid has to do a project for science fair, so he built a fucking balloon and sent it to America. Like there must be something. There must be something. Dickishan says China attached new viruses to the balloon. <laughs> China did that. You saw all the highlights, right? Pfizer's the one making new viruses. Jesus. I saw a meme the other day. It said, uh, it said, uh, so I don't know if you guys saw the, the headlines. I guess Pfizer's been mutating the virus to, to see just how bad it can get or something like that. I saw one that said, uh, it said a picture of Bill Gates and it said, Remember when this guy started inventing viruses for Windows just so he could sell you an antivirus? 
And then it said, wonder what he's up to now. And I thought that was funny. Not that I'm trying to turn into a a conspiracy theorist, but I thought that was kind of funny because because that part is pretty unethical as well. And uh, whatever. So anyways, Chinese spy balloon, kind of scary. Um, I have one kind of serious topic, and it looks like that fight story took a long time, so we might have to hurry up through some of these topics. I thought to myself um, about the perfect significant other. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. I was feeling, like, really philosophical this week, and I thought to myself, what is the perfect woman? You know, what are what am I looking for? Perfect changes from person to person. But I thought to myself, like, I don't. Like, I haven't spent much time ever questioning myself as to when and if the definition of perfect changes, right? So when you're 18, it's just like whatever chick sucks dick the best, right? Whoever has the nicest titties and sucks dick the best. But then you get older and you're like, well, like, the titties aren't going to last forever. So at some point you have to sort of redefine what perfect is. And I don't mean later in life like like midlife crisis, and uh, somebody had commented on Twitter. They were like, "They're like, oh, it's all about compromise." And I'm like, "I'm not asking. I'm not asking how to have a good relationship. I'm just asking like, some people, some people, instead of questioning what perfect is or or moving the bar of perfect, they just they just say that it doesn't exist. And that I'm not saying that's right or wrong. That could be that could be true too. They could say, uh, if you look at somebody and don't expect any flaws, then you're setting yourself up for failure. War Machine says a big booty and a smile. Dickishan says, I like my solitude. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not something I have the answer for. It was just just a thought for us to explore a little bit. Um You 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 often don't challenge yourself, you know? You don't challenge why you believe certain things or or anything. So I'm not saying it's healthy to do that or not do that. I'm just saying I had this random thought thanks to weed. I changed my fucking strain of weed that I smoke at night. And uh, started getting all these thoughts like, oh, man, like what what am I looking for? You know, I got I got the Tinder app in my 30s. You know, I know I know what I swipe right on. You know, I, I know what what I'm going for there. But what am I really looking for? And there's been several times in my life where I thought, you know, oh, this is great. Like this is going perfect. And then a year later you go, oh, fuck, that, that person was terrible. That person has been terrible since the beginning. And I just I just barely noticed it. I was just like, I don't know. I just didn't see it behind the perfect tits and nice smile. And now I'm like, oh fuck, you're you're just a cancer. <laughs> so, whatever the weed had me thinking that, just something for you guys to maybe think about in your own time. Um. So speaking also of weed, smoking some weed the other day, and then I discovered that the Animal Foundation has a Vegas, Las Vegas thing where I live at, where you can go and adopt a dog. Two things. Number one, adopting a dog. You're not actually adopting a dog. You're fucking buying a dog. I don't know why they say adopt. For the longest time, I thought adopt a dog just meant, oh, pay a small fee and the dog's yours. Turns out the dogs are just as expensive as they would be if you're buying them on Craigslist. (laughs) Unless you're getting some rare breed. And I also found out that 90% of the dogs that are up for adoption are pit bulls, which is pretty much all I've ever had in my life 
is pit bulls. And I'm re- I'm looking at these and they write these little descriptions of the dog from the dog's perspective. Like, hi, I'm I'm Coco. Uh, I like to play with balls. I don't really like water that much. And I love to sleep on the couch and cuddle. And I read these little I read these little things. I wish I could I wish I could meet someone like you and I read these little things and I'm smoking weed and I look at the dog's face and they have the most pathetic looking sad picture of the dog and I start tearing up and I'm like I gotta put the phone down I gotta put the phone down before I go out before I fuck off and adopt every dog ever for $200 each (laughs) it was so fucked so now I'm thinking they have a location that's actually not that far from me so I'm thinking maybe maybe sometime later in the year when the weather's good I'll go check out the uh I'll go check out the dogs. I was also looking at you can rent a dog for a weekend. Like it's called fostering a dog. And I was like, oh shit. That could be cool. Foster a dog for like three days, four days, have like like the Koopa Big Brother program. That could be sick. I don't know, just came across that and it was so profound that I was like, alright, I'm gonna fucking I'm going to write this shit down. <laughs> Talk about it on the podcast. Maybe you guys uh can share some stories about that uh after the after the podcast is over. By the way, guys, I don't typically interact with the chat very much during the podcast, and the reason for that is because a lot of people they only have audio, so they're not going to be able to read the chat. So there's really no reason for me to have a full-on conversation. Not that I'm ignoring anyone, I just want to reiterate uh what most of you guys already know. That's all I have for topics, but I did want to give you guys a quick movie review. I watched a movie on Netflix called Hold the Dark, and it was a super artsy, quiet movie that starts off like a thriller, and then it ends, the ending is kind of like a, I don't know, like a fantasy art, like, you know, they do those, those like indie art films and like half the movie doesn't make sense, but everything's like spiritually means something else. It's that kind of movie. But uh, Hold the Dark, it uh, it had me like captivated the whole time. I'm like, oh, like I can see it. I can feel it. By the way, speaking of weed again, I don't want to become like the weed guy, but speaking of weed again, weed makes a good movie into a great movie and it makes a bad movie into a fucking awful movie. And halfway through I'm like, oh, this is great. Like, I have no idea where we're going. I have no idea, like, where the movie's going to end or what direction it's going in. So uh, then, of course, they had a big shootout scene, and it it ruined everything. The shootout scene, bro. It's just like fucking John Wick or something. I can't watch that fucking trash. It's like watching Fast and the Furious or something. This motherfucker had 50 fucking... Police agents all aiming rifles at one man, and this gunfight lasted for five straight minutes, and no one shot this guy. And I'm just like, my God. Oh, how can you even. And like, they were doing so well, too. They were doing so well with the story, and even the use of guns and weapons, and the gore. There's a lot of gore in it. You know, people were getting stabbed to death, shot to death. And it was great. And then, of course, the five-minute shootout scene where the one guy who doesn't even have any tactical training magically and miraculously outshoots 50 fucking federal agents, all aiming rifles directly at him with no armor, like just completely somehow. 
he was already ambushed and he just killed fucking 20, 30 police officers. Oh, I just can't, man. I can't imagine anyone being able to watch that scene and not just cringe. Whatever. So that was uh, terrible. Oh, yeah, Day-Day. I forgot about the trivia question, and I forgot about Turkey. God damn it. Okay, let's let's do that real quick. I wanted to talk to you guys about Turkey. It's really sad if you guys haven't heard. Not that it's going to affect anyone's life, but it's it's worth hearing about. This really f- has fucked up an entire country. More than 23,000 people have been killed and tens of thousands injured after a magnitude 7.8 earthquake struck Turkey and Syria on Monday. Rescue workers are still racing against the the clock, racing against time to pull survivor sur, bitch, I can't talk, to pull survivor survivors from the row. Well, hi, I'm 5 years old, I can weed now. Whatever. Um and there's been like a bunch of aftershocks and everything's just super fucked in there. You think about so in Las Vegas, we had a mass shooting where I think 58 people were killed. 58 deaths rocked the entire city, right? It sparked murals and gun reform and the casinos changed all their rules and, you know, all these lawsuits and just crazy shit was happening. The whole city and the whole country was hearing about it on the news. And that's only 58 people dying. This is 23,000. 23,000 people dead. Imagine, like, the devastation. It's just, uh, just terrible, man. Okay, so, speaking of Chinese spy balloons, here is the trivia question. If you answer the trivia question correctly, you get a pack of Ninja Lifestyle stickers delivered directly to your house as long as you live in America. And that includes four whole stickers. Here is the question. In China, every year is represented by an animal, right? The year of the frog, the year of the rabbit, the year of the dog, the year of the rat. The question is, how many animals are there? How many animals are in the Chinese New Year or the Chinese year? What what is it? Each year is something new. How many fucking animals? God damn it. Eric Sanchez says 12 animals. Eric Sanchez, you are the winner. Please get uh, back to me on Instagram or on, I don't know, on social media and send me your name and address, and I will ship these out hopefully on Monday or Tuesday. Big win, big win. Grog says 8. Eric says 12. Spider-Man says 12. Seems like a lot of you guys might have been, um, you guys might have been lagging. War Machine said, I'm an ox. Yeah, I don't know what I am. I have no idea. Probably a fucking bird or rat or something. <laughs> Do they have birds? Okay, so anyways, the movie Hold the Dark. If you don't care about guns, it's actually a pretty pretty watchable movie. If you don't care about, like, spiritual bullshit, or if, if you do care about spiritual bullshit, kind of interesting movie. But if you're like me and you have even a, the slightest knowledge of, like, how guns work and and shit like that, then, yeah, I would I would avoid it because that ruined the entire movie for me. Also, also I watched a crossbow shot that appeared to... Someone appeared to kill someone with a crossbow from, like, a mile away, which which makes me really doubtful. <laughs> I just – the semantics, man. I just – I can't – I can't deal with it. So, yeah, that was – that was that. That was the whole podcast. Um, 
It's been a really traumatic week. Sorry I'm not in such of a laughy mood. I know that it's been six days since all that happened, but it's still really heavy. It's still really heavy on my mind. So hopefully I didn't bring you guys down too much. I'm sure like it's it's an interesting story, you know, for you guys, but for me it's like it's like fucked up. Anyways. Um yeah, I hope you guys have a uh hope you guys have a great weekend. I'm gonna go to my buddy Nick's house. Actually, I'm going to make some pasta right now. Um, From pre-made pasta sauce, I know. Boo-hoo. It's fine. It's going to taste fine. We'll jazz it up with some dry spice and maybe some some lime. I'll take a picture of it for Discord. Can I get a hell yeah from everybody here in the chat? By the way, if you tuned in late and you want to watch the rest of the podcast, all you have to do is watch it on YouTube, on iTunes, on Podbean, on Spotify, on any podcast app you can find it. Just type in Stop Crying Poser. But I recommend you watch it live. I recommend you watch it live right here on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Shout out to the ones who made it to the end. Grog, Paul Miranda, uh, Scrambles, Desert Rat, Rollfast Joe, Eric, Loki, Love My Toe, Day Day, Polo, Bruce Wayne, Dickishtan, Day Day, Paul Miranda, Love My Toe, and Spider-Man, Infamy, I appreciate you guys for hanging out, and uh, again, have a nice, safe weekend, uh, be careful on the Super Bowl, try not to get seven DUIs in one lifetime, uh, that being said, don't drink too much, but also, as always, don't drink too little. <laughs> One thing was correct about the fight story. He said, I'm not leaving till someone gets their ass whooped. And someone did.